This is another episode of Flavor in Your Ear Podcast. A podcast about damn near any and every topic with no filter and zero regard for the easily offended. Everything you say upsets somebody. Please welcome the man behind the madness. The most important person with all due respect. Let's go! Your host and audio flavor maestro. My man. Marquise Edwards. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone out there in the world. We are back with another episode of Flavoring Your Ear Podcast. And as always, it's me, your host, Marquise. And of course, I, as I was having my green room session, I was telling uh, Dr. Moore that, man, I always try to find guests that are inspirational. I love the stories. I've loved this podcast and journey. So she's a perfect fit for um, the show today. We have going to have a good conversation. I feel like... Uh, Every time that I have, I, I look at my nieces, my nieces are younger, right? And I hear someone talking about how to improve as a woman and, you know, helping empower women. I really stand by that. And I really believe that, right? Because I have nieces, not only because I have nieces in the world, it's because I know this world has so much influence, right? So I try to grasping and hold on to people that are actually cultivating people in the right way, right? Because it's a lot of different noises out there. So I feel you are going to love what she represents, Um I'm picky with my guests as always, so um, I'm quite sure that uh, this will be a great episode conversation for you all to gain some tidbits and knowledge for, and uh, um, and you know find more so what she does and what services she can she can provide for you as well. So, welcome, Doctor Denise Moravell. Hello. Said the whole name. (laughs) Said the whole name. name. (laughs) The whole name. That's the first and last time I'm saying it. She she gave me permission to not have to say it anymore. So I'm okay. Uh, She's fine with Dr. Denise. But thank you for joining me today, Dr. Denise. I appreciate you for making the uh, the time to have this conversation. And um, we're basically going to talk about you. Uh, you know what led you to where you are today, and and and, you know what you're and what you're doing. And and that's that's all. That's that's really about this. Cookie cutters, I can get it, you know, and uh, I'm quite sure she, uh, we don't do a uh, video, but she's got a bright smile on her face, a, a lot of joy <laughs> and everything like that. And I love these conversations. So I got my wine and I got my questions and then we're going to just have a good conversation. So a little bit about Dr. Denise. She is a CEO, founder and award nominated best-selling author, speaker and personal development coach for over 25 years. She has literally helped people find their voices as a speech language pathologist a.k.a. therapist. Her job has been helping her clients discover their voice. Dr. Denise founded the Own Your Amazing Movement as an extension of the message of finding your own voice and living your worth out loud. Through coaching, mentoring, and workshops, Dr. Denise empowers women to find their unique voice, live their worth out loud, and create amazing lives they love. Doesn't that just sound beautiful, everybody? Yes, it does. That is something that I don't know who wouldn't want the, uh, any young ladies to to exude those things. So, Doctor Denise, can you just please tell me a little bit? That's a outstanding way to give you to give you the mic really quickly. But could you just tell us about a little bit about yourself? Um, you know, and and, and what led you to you know come to the to what you are today? Because you represent so much, and I know it's you know it's a layered conversation. But we'll just you know, we'll surface a little bit. Just tell me a little about your background. What you know, what you experienced, and what brought you here today. Absolutely. But first of all, thank you again for having me on your show. I'm so excited and always thankful for the opportunity uh, just to have conversations and to share the message. Uh, I like to tell people I am an urban bell. Most people heard of Southern bells, but what is an urban bell, right? 
Please explain. So I was I was born in Washington D.C. Okay. okay. <laughs> but I was but I was raised in a small town in North Carolina. So that's where you get the urban and the southern from, right? Okay. Um, but I've been in the Washington D.C. area for almost thirty years now. Mm-hmm. And but again, came from a small town, North Carolina. You know, two family household. I'm the youngest of five children. I have one brother, three sisters. Tight knit community. So family is very important to me, but also what's important is just the whole idea of service the community mm-hmm. and togetherness and, and excellence. You know, my parents didn't go to college, but they issued, my brother was in the military. He did mm-hmm. um, the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. um, but my sisters and I, we all went to college and we had multiple degrees and all of that. So mm-hmm. the expectation was that we uh, were to do well and to excel, but mm-hmm. also to serve and give back to the community. So. Uh, I feel like that's what we've been called to do, been purposed to do. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I, like you said in my bio, I've been a speech language pathologist for over uh, 26 years now, where I literally help people find their voices, you know, whether it's stuttering or articulation or language or throat cancer or, you know, a stroke, anything like that. So that work has been very rewarding for me because um Communication is the foundation of the human experience, right? Mm. How do we communicate mm. with one another? Mm-hmm. But what happens when that's impacted, right? So again, my work has been very rewarding. But with all of that, with all the accolades and the, the degrees and the business, mm. there was still a part of me that didn't feel good enough. Okay. That still felt like, is this enough? Am I enough? Mm. I felt like. I still didn't measure up in some way. And so I was still struggling with my own fulfillment and my own sense of self. So I was on this journey. I was, you know, reading books and attending workshops. And then about six years ago, I went to a workshop in Dallas, Texas. And it was a wonderful, um, you know, weekend retreat. And I met one of the young ladies tonight before the actual retreat, that Friday night. Mm-hmm. She and I went out to dinner, had a great time getting to know one another, right? And so the next day was the time for the retreat. And the facilitator was asking each person to come to the front of the room mm-hmm. so that she could coach them, right? Okay. So I'm sitting in the audience watching everybody else go before me. And they're all crying and emotional. But I'm sitting there thinking, like, what is going on with these people? (laughs) 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 Whatever, you know. (laughs) And so finally, it's my turn. And as soon as I sit down, I start crying. (laughs) You you fell right in line. (laughs) (laughs) That was an emotional wreck. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God. And the facilitator, she was like, what's going on with you? And I was like, I don't know. I just don't feel happy. Mm. I don't know what's going on with me. And so the young lady who I had gone out to dinner with the night before, she raised her hand and she said, I know what's wrong with you. And I'm thinking, no, you don't. Right, right. <laughs> we just met. Right, you know, I've been on this journey for years. How are you going to tell me you know mm-hmm. what's going on with me? Those are the things that are going through my head. But of course, I didn't say that. I was very polite. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, so what's going on with me? And she said, I met you last night, got a chance to get to know you. Um, you're smart, you're brilliant, you're talented, you have all these things. She said, but you don't own it. Mm. She said, you need to own your amazing mm. and stop playing small. Mm. Whoa. <laughs> wow, that's, that's pretty deep. <laughs> pretty darn deep, right? Mm-hmm. 
everybody in the room was like, whoa. I was like, people people were crying. People got chill bumps. I started crying again <laughs> because I was like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing I've discovered for myself and so many other people. We might look good on paper. Mm-hmm. We have all the accolades, right? Mm-hmm. But on the inside, we are still struggling mm-hmm. with our own sense of self. Mm. And so even though I had accomplished a lot at that point in my life, I still felt like I was playing small. Mm. I still felt like I wasn't living authentically. Mm. I still felt like I was I needed to people please. I still felt like mm. other people needed to tell me what was right for my own life. And so that day she helped me to language what I had been feeling. Mm. The feeling of I'm being unfulfilled of like I know there's more for me. Mm-hmm. And so from that day, that's when the movement started wow. because it started with me. And so the Own Your Amazing movement is a movement to help people to really own who they are, to stop playing small, to stop settling for less than what they know. Now, they might look good on the outside, but we all know that we're not at our top. We know we have not hit our, 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 not even our potential, but our our peak. Mm -hmm. We know that's so much more, but we settle for less. We rest on our laurels. We let the things that we've accomplished in the past be like, oh, that's, that's good enough. But we know nobody has to tell you or me that there's more for us to do. Mm -hmm. And so that is what the movement is all about. That you get to define life, success, Whatever it is for it is for you, but you got to define it. You got to discover it for yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got here, and this is where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, what's understood don't need to be explained because uh, you just kind of put it all out there. Um, I feel like, uh, just me personally, I feel like uh, a lot of people struggle with you know, just being true to themselves a lot. You talk about people pleasing. And, you know, living up to expectations and looking good on paper, you know, all those things like that. And a lot of us, you know, we do look good, you know, maybe you know, physically or on paper. But that doesn't mean inside your soul that you that you at peace and that you that you feel like you're thriving. And that's I, I love it. I mean, I love it that you that you that, that you harping on that, because a lot of people just don't want to admit it. I don't know if this is a pride thing. And I, and, I, and I spoke with guests before and I was speaking about just how pride just men and women pride just kills a lot of us you know we just don't want to you know admit that you know we can grow or change no matter what age you are you don't want to be 70 80 years old realizing you need to change right or realize you need to do some work on yourself so um, i'm i'm really appreciative that you are someone who's cultivating and being able to express that to people so maybe they can catch themselves early in life to what they know you know what i'm saying to be able to help themselves and as far as as far as speaking that's something everybody communication is key in family relationships love work and whatever you want to whatever you want to call it um, communication is key and uh i can't say that enough i mean that's just that's just invaluable that's that's a very uh, underrated tool i don't know if it's underrated i mean we all know communication is key but a lot of people don't place emphasis on it because some people are just not confident right um even with me with podcasting right i used to you know be afraid because i may make mistakes with speaking and things like that but i say you know what i kept going at it and i've gotten better at it and i'm more comfortable having these conversations and 
building these tools because you represent yourself, right? And if you don't know how to, you know, represent yourself in, in the right way, how can you explain and gather the words to be able to do so, right? So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And I commend you on uh, finding the courage to have that conversation as your turning point because a lot of people were there that day, right? And everybody didn't go make a movement. <laughs> I mean, and, 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 and no knock to them, no knock to them, but you know, everybody doesn't say, you know what, I'm going to take this as a turning point and I'm going to go and transform this into something else. So uh, thank you for making the On Your Amazing Movement uh, as well. So On Your Amazing Movement is geared towards uh women um but you said what what age range if i'm not mistaken did you say women it's all women of all ages middle-aged women what 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 is it uh what is it geared towards any or anybody who's in a space where they feel like they need to you know grow or what specifically is it for are they for i typically attract women who are um late 40s early 50s mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. uh, because oftentimes it kind of goes back to a point i wanted to make that you said about uh, people been prideful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've gotten older and quote unquote gotten prideful. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't necessarily say it's pride, pride in the sense of um, when, when you are of a certain age <laughs> <laughs> that, but you have grown up. Mm-hmm. One of the things I say in my workshop, I grew up, I grew up hearing children should be seen, but not heard. Me too. Okay. <laughs> so think about how that plays out in your life. Mm-hmm. You can be seen, but you can't be heard. You can't communicate. You can't. Mm-hmm. T- you can't express yourself fully, mm-hmm. right? So we grew up not being asked. Well, what is it that lights you up? What is it that you really want to do with your life? We're never asked those questions as children. We're told this is a great career. You should pursue this. What? A-. But on any like, well, I don't really know if I want to do that, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but we do it anyway. And then we get stuck in these careers and these jobs and then we're afraid to move. Mm. So I don't necessarily see it as a pride thing as more of a fear thing. Because for me and my colleagues and a lot of women that I work with, the first thing we have to work on is that I have to tell them, I give you permission mm-hmm. to change your mind. Mm-hmm. I give you permission to say, I want to do it differently now. One of my first clients, she is an attorney. Okay. And she had to tell me secretly, I don't want to be an attorney anymore. I want to do something different. Mm-hmm. But she had to whisper that. Mm-hmm. Because the expectations is that you spend all this time, money, and energy mm-hmm. to be in a lawyer. You better be a lawyer. You better even be if a- you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so... So I think the change a lot of times is because we're afraid to mm. change. We're afraid to say, oh, I want I want to do something different with my life. You know, I want to move into a different career or a different field. It has nothing to do with what I went to college for or what my training is, but I'm passionate about it. Mm. I'm excited. This is what lights me up, right? And so a lot of times people don't have the language. They don't have the communicative skills to say, this is what I really want to do and be able to deal with um, any resistance, mm-hmm. any negativity that may come by from family, from friends who come from a different point of view. Let me give you an example. I tell the story in my book about how when it's time for me to choose a college, mm-hmm. there was one particular college that everyone assumed I was going to go to. Even I thought I was going to go there. <laughs> for, for, before years, I knew that was the school I wanted to go to, right? Mm-hmm. And then there came a time where I didn't want to go there. 
But I was too afraid to tell my family and my friends and my teachers and my guidance counselors, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. So I applied for different colleges. And so then one day my dad came to me and said, have you gotten your acceptance letter to this school? And I was like, no. (laughs) He said, okay. Weeks go by. He asked me again, have you gotten your acceptance letter to this particular school? By then, I've gotten other acceptance letters. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I haven't gotten that one. <laughs> I think you get a little suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> then he came to me again. He said, well, I heard that other people who applied to that school got their acceptance letters. Mm-hmm. What about you? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't gotten that one, Daddy. That's all I would say. No, I haven't gotten that one. And then one day I said, I need to have a conversation. I need to talk. I need to communicate mm-hmm. with my dad. So I said, Dad, we need to have a conversation. I said, well, the reason why I haven't gotten that letter of acceptance to that school mm-hmm. is because I never applied. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even apply. And to say he was a little upset with me would be put it lightly. <laughs> yeah. He was very upset with me. But at that point, that's when I knew. I was like, I have to stand up and use my voice. I need to use the power of my own voice about my own life. Now, this is where I'm going to spend the next four years. I should have a say into where I'm going. And it should be a place that I want to go. And I just told him, I don't think that college is a good fit for me. It's a great school, but it's not a good fit for me. Mm -hmm. And so we talked about it and, you know, you know, and we talked about it. (laughs) And so I was able, finally, he was like, okay, I, I hear you. But a lot of times we don't speak up for ourselves. We don't use the power of our own voice because we don't feel like we can because I could have went along and went to the school and been okay. Mm-hmm. Been okay. I would have done mm-hmm. well, but on the inside, here mm-hmm. again, on the inside, I was like, this is not where I want to be. This is not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So when are we going to take the power of our own voice and say, this is me living my own life out loud. This is how I'm going to show up in the world. When is it going to start? And for so many people, it hasn't started yet. Very it true. has just has not. We still just going along to get along. We say yes when we really want to say no. <laughs> mm, yes. In relationships, in jobs, and and businesses, it, it, it's across the board. And so mm-hmm. I'm encouraging people like stand in your own personal power. Mm-hmm. What is it for you? Mm-hmm. How do you want to show up? How do you want to work? What is your work-life balance? What is your relationship about? And we never stop to ask these questions and we continue to live what I call in silent desperation. Mm. A lot of people are very miserable. Do you know, I think the last statistic I I read was 80% of the people hate their jobs. Yeah. Mm. That's sad to me. Mm. You have you spend most of your day and time at work doing something you hate that you don't like, mm-hmm. and it's because people haven't had the courage to say, "I don't like it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I want to go over here and do this." Mm-hmm. And so I just want people to say, like I say, what lights you up? What gets you up early? And make you stay up late? What gets you going? You know, that's what you should be pursuing. That's mm-hmm. what you should be doing with your life, but most people are not doing that. Very true. Um, that can apply to so many different scenarios that I just think and think about offhand. Um, yeah. It's, it's kind of like a, kind of like a peer pressure that we don't acknowledge as peer pressure, right? Even as adults, 
a lot of people, mm-hmm. we, a lot of people equate peer pressure to just like high school or elementary right. school, but as adults, we have a lot of peer pressure as well, right? Just like you said about, Absolutely. you said about being a, being an, an attorney, right? You got to be being an attorney. How dare you say you don't want to be an attorney, right? Even if you don't personally like being an attorney, it doesn't bring you joy. You feel like society said you've been an attorney, you in the top whatever percent. You should be appreciative of being an attorney or, or whatnot. And um, when you were speaking, I was thinking about something that uh, it was one of the things like a real or something on TikTok. I look at those TikToks every now and then, uh, informational ones or whatnot. And he was talking about how this new generation, right? Mm-hmm. They are willing to, some of them, is nothing, nothing's a catch all with anything. Some of them are willing to uh, work a job or do something that they like doing and just live within their means and chasing like be a millionaire or something like that. Like they want to be a YouTuber or a TikToker, something that they enjoy doing and, and live with, say, 50K or 55K and live within their means, but they're happy doing what they're doing, right? And that's something mm-hmm. else. Another correlation that I, that I thought about with that because me being able to see different cultures and things like that here in Italy, right? Mm-hmm. He's, a lot of... <laughs> Hope he, and nobody hears this to take this the wrong way, but I'm telling, I'm, I'm telling the truth here. A lot of Americans here, uh, I'm in the military, so a lot of Americans here, different Americans. Some people don't get, they don't get down with it because these people don't praise money. They praise family over uh, over work. They close up a shop, and or for a week or two, go on a family vacation. They close up, right. for, for, they care about their quality of life over work. And in the, in, the, in, the, in the U.S., it's, it's different. Money is driven and success is driven by anything. That's why we're one of the hardest working countries ever. But when people come here, they like, how dare you close at 10 o'clock? How dare you close for a week to go on family vacation? You know, some people can't get down with that. And I'm like, that's something that's commendable. <laughs> that's a, these, they, right, this, that's something these people ain't working to the death. So why, why you can't get mad at them? So I mean, everything you said just it's just so many different layers to what that can equate to. Outside of just the, the, the specific things you said, so that's really that's powerful. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm kind of overwhelmed with that. Just thinking about these conversations, I'm like, I'm like, yikes! I'm like, this is these are the things that we that they go on every day in our mind. And, and all I want, the only reason why I like, I, I love, I do love podcasting because I can have these conversations right, free, unfiltered, yeah. and things like that. Hope that somebody listens and just say, you know what, this is the voice that I've heard today that it, it, it relates to me. And, you know, I'm all about helping everyone, of course, in, in particular minorities, because I'm a minority or, or whatnot, right? And I'm all about growth, right? And the opportunities I had, I'm very blessed to have them. And I want people to be able to grow their minds to be able to seek more opportunities, right? That's all we can do is put our voices out there and leave people the choice to make. You tell people the yep. pros and cons and help them, yep. uh, you know, make the, make the choice themselves. So about the book writing process, because me, I want to be an author one day. Okay. Right about the book writing process, right? So I know you got to the point where you want to make the movement and everything like that. What went into the process when you said I want to gather all my thoughts and put them into a book? Because I know someone like you, us creators, right? There are so many thoughts and ideas. How did you just, you know, mm-hmm. gather enough to say I'm gonna put this in this book? And this is this is this because I know you probably tossed some stuff out, added some stuff in. I just want to know about the process because I'm a fan of. Anyone who writes a book, because I feel like, man, I know it's a process and I love to hear about it. Whew, okay. Let me take the backdrop about the book. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. I'm all ears. <laughs> so I had just started the movement 
and um, I have I had a uh, I still have the same business coach. Mm-hmm. I believe in getting coaching support um, to really um, you know help me with. I've always been coached in anything I've done. You know what I mean? Okay. So business was no different for me. I started out having business coaches. So um, got a particular coach with to help me with the movement. And she said to me, oh, you need to write a book. And I was like, no, not me. <laughs> well, thank you. And she was like, what? I was like, I'm not a good writer. Mm. That's what I said. I'm not a good writer. And at that point that's when I realized I was still holding on to what my high school English teacher had said to me. He had told me one day I was one of the worst writers he had ever had. Mm. And that's what I'm saying. It was still plaguing me in my mind. See how when people say things to you, you hold on to those things. They plant a seed. And Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so writing has always been a challenge for me. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I talk more than I can write. But even in school, I was able to do well enough to, mm-hmm. you know, get papers done and things like that. But I always had to give myself a little bit more time because writing was harder for me. Okay. And so for, for my English teacher to tell me that my senior year, it, it the little confidence I had in my writing was gone. Wow. And so by the time I went to college, I'm still struggling like, oh, I got to write these papers. I got to do this, da, da, da. And then lo and behold, I was like, oh, I'm going to get a PhD. And I'm like, I got to write a dissertation? Oh, what was I thinking? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I was like, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so, but got through that, you know. So now it's like, oh, you want me to write a book? No way. I'm not writing a book. And so my coach said to me, she said, well, what if you can write a book, you can tell your story, and it can help at least one person? That's what she got me. <laughs> you know, I'm all about service. If I can say one thing, if I can do one thing to help someone else not go through the things I've gone through, um, I'm willing to do that, right? I'm really sharing myself. So that is the only reason why I wrote the book. Because I was still plaguing, and I know a lot of people do too, with, is it going to be good enough? What is somebody going to say about it? Well, I can't write like this person. And so, um, so now, because of my experience, I am a book coach. I've helped uh, at least five or six people launch their book. Get ready to have, get ready. I got two more clients lined up, right? Mm-hmm. Because I tell people, it's about you getting through whatever you need to get through, your own hangups, your own insecurities, mm-hmm. and make it about serving other people. So I encourage you, your listeners, whomever, uh, to write your write your book, write your mm-hmm. story. And here's the thing. It doesn't have to be like someone else's. You write it to the best of your ability. Like the people that I've held, one is a college professor. Her book has been used at Ivy League universities. Another one um, person wrote her book. You know, she uses, she's a parent. um, She's a coach for parents. Uh, But another one, you know, just finished writing her book. And it's about um, just overcoming with hope, faith, and love. But they all are different. Mm -hmm. They all in their own voices. It's all their own stories, you know what I mean? And so my my greatest joy is just helping people uh, to work through whatever they need to work through to tell their story in the way that they need to tell it. Um, a couple of my other writers, my other book clients, they are great writers. One lady, I mean, she can write. She mm-hmm. has been gifted with writing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some people have that gift. 
but other others of us, we can learn the strategies. We can learn how to <laughs> the fundamentals. Put it together, of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I believe everybody should write a book. Mm-hmm. I believe everyone should tell their story in their own way. Love you know, mm-hmm. so um, that's what it's about. Again, never thought I would be an author. <laughs> I never thought that um, I would be helping other people, even writing their books. You know, so. Mm-hmm. I am just open to um, being on purpose and being led. Um, But more importantly, I just think it's important for me to be a support and a facilitator to help people tell their stories, to live their worth out loud, to own their amazing, to own who they are, to live authentically, whether that's speaking, Mm -hmm. writing a book, going after their their dream job. I mean, I'm a business coach as well. I help people get their businesses off the ground. Mm. I just love helping people to live their dreams. That's it. However that looks. And here, that's the, that's the beautiful thing about it. It's called Own Your Amazing. Mm-hmm. Your amazing may look different than my amazing. Mm-hmm. You can't, And you can't own it for me and I can't own it for you. But the beauty in it all is that we all are different. Diversity is a beautiful thing. Yes, ma'am. And so I tell people, stop trying to be like someone else. You can't. Be mm-hmm. you. Do you. Mm-hmm. Be all of you. Mm-hmm. However that looks. And to know that someone will appreciate and value you for who you are. But, you know, we're afraid to step out there. We're afraid to to put our books out there or to put our messages out there, to do our podcast, right? Because mm-hmm. we're looking at what other people are doing. It's like, you don't have to compare. There's no comparison. Just do you. I love the attitude because a lot of what you're saying starts with like a starts with a mindset first. You have to get that right mindset because don't be influenced. I want one of the reasons why I started podcasting, and I have no knocks at celebrities or anybody that's famous or millionaires or anything like that. But sometimes we are we are influenced by what they define and what their experiences are, right? And we are regular yeah. people. We are regular people, right? And I'm not saying that you can achieve that, but what you see someone else uh, obtaining or achieving at that level shouldn't be the gauge what you feel like was success or, or, or you know what I'm saying? Because this for me, right? Had I said, oh, if I'm not like Joe Rogan and getting millions of dollars, I'd never podcast. <laughs> I'd never record an episode because I'd be intimidated by, you know, the, the the level of success that he's had or, or, or not, right? So I don't, I don't, if I have one listener or a hundred listeners or a thousand listeners, I'm okay, right? I'm not, I don't go by all the metrics and vanity type of things, right? Because I always feel like if we have an episode and uh, Dr. Denise, if you reach one person, I feel like it's a, it's a success to me, to me. So that's why I say it's out there, it's open, you know, and you reach one person. Of course, and I'm, I'm putting it out there, it's not going to be just one person, but I'm appreciative for that one person, you know, in the event there's only one person, that's, that our job is done, right? Because you touch somebody or you reached out to somebody who you didn't, you know, have your ear, didn't have your ear before. Right. So, um, and I always say too, when mm-hmm. I work with my clients, um, the first thing we do is define success. I said, how do you define mm-hmm. success for you? Mm-hmm. Not what the world says. And, and my whole thing goes back. Like, how do you define yourself for yourself? Mm-hmm. And how do you define success for you? Mm-hmm. And like you said, if you say my podcast is successful, and that I reach one person, then you get to define it that way for you. Yes, yes, yes. You get to say, that's how I define it. Mm-hmm. That's what success looks like for me. But so often we hear so many voices telling us what success should look like, mm-hmm. what I should wear, how I should look, who I should be. But mm-hmm. no, I'm asking you, how do you 
define it for yourself. What do you think about you? It's not it's, it's not important what everyone else thinks, but if you say your podcast is successful and because you have one listener and that's how you want to define it, you get to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, you yes. it out in the park. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's the, one of the things I work with a lot with clients, especially my business clients. I said, well, what do you want your business to look like? They were like, well, it should do this. Well, it should. I was like, Mm-mm, no shoulds. How do you want to run your business? It's yours. <laughs> How do you want to do it? But we've been so inundated with believing that we have to get validation and confirmation outside of us. And I'm telling you, no, you do not. How do you define it for yourself? So I have what people might consider a very low criteria for success. <laughs> Like, like when I host like workshops or something, I don't care if nobody show up. The criteria for success for me is that I did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I did it, I'm a winner. <laughs> you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I win. That's how I define it. Mm-hmm. That's how I define it. And I don't let other people come with, you, you're supposed to have 20 people. You don't have, I, I don't want to hear that. I won. I did it. <laughs> I did it. I'm success. So I get to define it for me. I don't allow other people to design, to define success for me anymore. I say, I, I, the, the victory is that I did it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, exactly. That's, that's self-love at its, at its finest. I mean, which a lot of people struggle with, whether they admit it or not, you know, uh, and, you know, and I, I feel like it's a, it's a valuable asset to, you know, just changing the culture, man. We got to change the culture in the right way, right? When people can, you know, regardless of their age or whatever it may be, whatever in their life that they can just, you, you, you're still in control. You're still in control. Once you decide to take control, you're still in control. And I think you are one of the people that's going to help people make that decision to say, you know what? I am in control. <laughs> that's all you that's all somebody people needs, like a little nudge or something like that sometimes, which I feel like we like like we all need sometimes. So so your 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 website uh, on your amazing uh com. On your amazing now dot com, I'm sorry. Yeah, forgot about, about, forgot about the you now. You can't, can't forget the now now. <laughs> so uh what for those out there who are curious, right? What are some of the, cause I, you cover a lot of different things and I know, I do know that at least in the African American community, there are a lot of small business entrepreneurs in the making who want to do things. And there are a lot of people who do just tremendous different things. So as far as your website and what your services are, could you just elaborate a little bit on what anyone out there can look forward to if they, if they join your website or what you have to offer? Absolutely. So I do do the business coaching and again, it's called, it's like business uh, mindset jumpstart because you said it a moment ago you can have all the business strategies in the world but if your mindset ain't right mm-hmm. if you don't go into the thing understanding like who you are as a person it affects your business and so I start there you know I work on the mindset but then we do strategies so I have a program for those people who are really ready to to be entrepreneurs to to throw their their, their hat in the race and say, I am an entrepreneur, I'm a CEO, I'm a business boss, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but you need some good strategy, but you also need a strong mindset. Uh, I've been in business now for um, almost 18 years. I've been in private practice, having my own business. Mm-hmm. And it has been a journey. <laughs> it has been a journey. Um, but when I started out, I got a coach. I, I knew I needed a, a coach. I needed someone who had been there and done that. 
and that could help me to really get my business off the ground in the right way. So I offer that for people like I want to help you lay a, a strong foundation for your business so that you can be sustainable. There are a lot of people who start businesses, but they don't last because right. they didn't put the foundation they didn't build on a strong foundation. And so I'm excited to help people to build on that. Like, let's lay the foundation first. Let's mm-hmm. get some basic things out of the way. And more importantly, let's get your mindset right for the journey. And so I also offer the book coaching as well. You know, excited to help people to uh, launch their books to say, what is your story? Whether you are a college professor or um, a, a, a mom, I mean, uh, a coach who helped teens and things like that, or I had, I had one mom who just wanted to write a book for her kids to talk about her journey mm. um, as a mom with, with kids with special needs. She wanted mm. to tell her story to er- encourage other parents with kids with special needs. So whatever your story is, I want to support you in getting that out. So I offer book coaching as well. And then I do group coaching, you know, for women. And also I do private coaching for someone who's like, I just need to just dig deep, you know. And that's the thing about my coaching. It's not surface level. You know, I'm not going to be, uh, I hold your hand, but I hold you accountable. Okay. But more important, I really stop and like, let's hold up the mirror. Let's be reflect. Let's, what's really going on with you? Mm-hmm. Let, let's just get to the root of it, deal with it and move on so that you can live an amazing life that I know you want, you deserve, and that you can have. A lot of times we think what we want, we can't have, but I'm here to tell you, you really can't have an amazing life. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Uh- very inspirational as you all can hear it just through her voice um who wouldn't want to coach that inspires i mean inspiration is something that a lot of people like to be able to create for themselves right and looking for someone to you know to coach or mentor you is something that i learned as i got older um you know mentoring a coach is something that sometimes you need the extra push from somebody outside of your circle to analyze you neutrally you know and be able to just you know help you to grow which is what we all should be the goal to everyone and i really uh I think you're very. I, I think you're amazing. I mean, it's amazing just the energy you have. Um, people always ask, "Oh, why you have so many women on your show?" I mean, <laughs> w- women are y- y'all. It's very inspiring. I, I really do stand behind women empowerment and things like that because I'm, I'm there for the brothers too. However, you know, women are are, are great supporters and making the first step to change which i feel like you know everybody will follow you know you all are like the you know the leaders that you know nobody gives enough credit to to lead these things like that because it's healthy it's, it's healthy it's, it's the right way to think and we have a young we have younger generations out there that are just they're just everywhere you know everywhere and if you can help someone's parents to be able to help their kids or anything like that right just simply saying everyone should write a book that is beautiful right there everyone should write a book Learning the, the the ins and outs of business and how you can be successful to what you feel success is. I feel like the, you got so many highlight nuggets in here. I can't even just highlight them all. But um, it was really uh, great uh, just exchanging words with you, hearing your passion. You made me want to have videos so bad just because you just light up the, the conversation. But we don't have it yet, you all. But you all you have to just believe me, like I, like like you've been doing thus far, uh, as far as the episodes. Uh, Dr. Denise, you are. It was a it was a pleasure. It was great uh, having you. It was great uh, talking with you. It was great hearing how you transform something in your life into something beautiful, which is what I encourage everybody to do. This podcast that I made, I made it for, I said, to educate, elevate, and entertain, right? So we have our little laughs here and there, you know, but we all trying to help each other, just help each other up because I feel like in love of us, we need to normalize that. And once again, I feel like I got the perfect guest for the perfect topic and I'm very appreciative of it. 
So as we uh, begin to wrap up uh, our conversation, did you have any closing remarks? Anything you'd like to say? Uh, how did you How did you feel about the episode? You can call, you can call me trash if you want to. It's okay. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna edit it out if I'm just too monotone and boring or something or anything like that. Because <laughs> I know some people be like that. Where I'm like, you know, give it. Let me have it. Let me have it. And then you know, just uh, the last call to action to let everybody know where they can find more of you, which. I will say disclaimer, I will have everything in the show notes of how you all can find Dr. Denise. So if you missed this part, you know, I'll, I'll got you in the show notes and everything like that to uh, find more of her services. But just thank you so much. I, this was so good for me as well. I just enjoyed the conversation. Um, I just I'm just thankful to meet good people and you're good people, you know, and I commend you for what you're doing. Uh, I know it takes courage. I know it takes courage to do what you're doing. So I commend you for that. I encourage you to continue. Don't give up uh, because um, uh, you're making a difference in somebody's life. And so I just, again, thank you for this opportunity. I encourage your listeners just to to reach out to me if they're ready uh, to really own their amazing, to create a life they love, to live authentically. You know, I'm here to support that. And anyway, I can. They can go to the website again, ownyouramazingnow.com. Follow me on Facebook. I'm on there a lot, just giving out <laughs> messages, letting you know what things are coming up. But I am just here to serve because um, I've been blessed. And um, I think I've been called, I know I've been called to bless others with what has been given to me. And, and again, I just appreciate this opportunity to share with you today. Well, thank you so much, and I'm going to get the book as well, just so you all know. Okay. I'm always I gotta I'm gonna get these this this knowledge. I don't I feel like uh, support is free, uh, you know, whether you admit it or not, you know. Um, and I'd rather get a book from somebody who I, I spoke with, and I went to the whole process. I get some books. I mean, we can rent a Netflix movie or something. So I said, shoot, I'll get a yeah. book from someone who told me about her story and told me why she wrote it to support. It. I'll do it. So I. I I, I recommend everybody else to do the same. I mean, I'm not peer pressuring you. We talk about peer pressure, but I'm just <laughs> recommending. Right, right, right. I'm, I recommend, I'm recommending here. All right. And then, then, and, we, then, and, then and so when we going to read your book? I'm putting it out there. I'm going to have to write oh, it. I'm, I'm, oh, still li- I'm, still, I'm still living my book. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. If I wrote it today, it'll be unfinished, honey. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be unfinished because they, 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 they still testing me. They want more chapters in my book, but uh, I, I definitely will keep. <laughs> I definitely will keep the hope alive for me to write, you know, write yeah. my own book and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. And hopefully, in the future, you know, once I get to one of my goals, you know, right, what my guess is, right, when they have a book or something like that, I want to read the book and then go over the book with them in the future. That's kind of one, yeah. like one of my things, you know. So you're not gonna be. I mean. I consider every guest of mine, you know, a personal connection. I got a folder for you. You know, I got you there. So like I said, as my networking circle, I really, really appreciate networking and dealing with other people. And I'll even, even recommend, you know, in my daily conversations, hey, I know this guest I had and, and things like yeah. that because I, I feel like good energy putting out there is always going to get you back something in return. Whether you not get, get it back in return or not, I'm not doing things for anything in return. So right. I've been blessed thus far and um, it really made me, proud that I was able to get you on here, get your time, have your time with you. And you lit up the room, even though they can't see it. You Like, like I said, again, <laughs> believe me, believe me that uh, it was a great time. Thank you so much, Dr. Denise, for uh, joining me. I thank you for your time. Uh, she's in Maryland, which I wouldn't go back to. Um, and I'm in, <laughs> I'm in Italy. And to make these things happen, you know, it's, it's, it's great for people to sacrifice their time, yeah. give 30, 40 minutes to putting their voice out there. And this is one of the reasons why I'll continue to podcast. I love it. Um, I, I love 
know, touching bases with those out there who are making a difference in the world. So I, re- I really can, I really sincerely thank you for you know, giving your time today. So you're so welcome. So we thank everybody out there listening. We uh, hope you all enjoyed today's episode. I enjoyed it. I'm, I know most of the time y'all are like you enjoy it more than we are. Yes, I am. I enjoy it all the time. So I think I thank everybody out there for listening. Uh, we like I said uh, earlier that I will be sure to add. Uh, all the ways that you can find Dr. Denise uh, on social media and things like that have her links in the show note. Um, she's a box of many tools that you that anybody can use, especially my young ladies out there, uh, older ladies out there. I, I feel like it's something valuable that she can provide to you. And if you all know me to this point, you all know that I, I don't endorse. If it wasn't, but I don't think it's valuable. I won't endorse it in the end. That's just how I am. That's why I love podcasts because I can say what I want to say. So, <laughs> so I, I really do thank I really do thank everybody out there and uh, everybody. Please give Doctor Denise a look. Uh, all the students will be there. We thank you all for your time as well, listening here because you know we can't talk to them listen. So I thank you all for listening. We appreciate you all supporting Living Your Ear podcast and all of our outstanding guests. You all have a safe night, blessed day, and a uh, good afternoon, good morning, or good afternoon or evening wherever you are in the world. You're out of here. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Please leave an honest review, subscribe, and share. Listen to us on all platforms. Follow us and ask questions on Twitter at Marquis Podcast Mailbag. Follow us on IG at Flavor In Your Ear Podcast. And like our Facebook page, Flavor In Your Ear Podcast. For exclusive content, info, special offers, and free entry into our monthly giveaways, send your email address to flavorinyourear247 at gmail.com to join our email list. If you're anxious, we have a snippet following our next episode's topic. Peace and love.